Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. Thank you so much for joining me. I am your host, Emma Gunn Awardner, and I thought we'd bust some fitness jargon. How do you feel about that? And the reason why I thought this would be a timely episode and an episode worth doing is because I've been speaking to a few pals recently. I was at dinner with friends, and we were talking about how so much with fitness, like how back in the day I remember going to the gym and wearing tracksuit bottoms, as in actual, you know, tracksuit bottoms and trainers and like a big t-shirt, you know, um, <laughs> there was a hyper technicolor t-shirt, so you put your hands on and they change color and how it's all advanced. And now we're wearing NASA approved sweat wicking, goodness knows what else. And how it's all just got very, very complicated. And somebody brought up, oh yeah, what about all the terminology? Like every time I speak to a personal trainer, I feel like I need to go back to fitness school. I said, oh, what do you mean? And they said, oh, I just feel really excluded when people start talking about the different types of exercise because I don't know what they are or asking me a question and using an acronym and I don't know what it means. So I thought, hmm, maybe it'd be an idea to do an episode where, where I just lay out what they are because the last thing anyone should feel is excluded from something as free and easy because although there are lovely gyms and lovely classes you can also go for a run you can also do stuff in your own home the last thing you want to do is feel excluded or disenfranchised from the fitness movement because you're not using the right terms you don't have to use them but you know if you understand them might make like make might make life easier so Shall we just start with something really simple and something I get quite a lot, which is DOMS. You might hear me say, oh, my DOMS are absolutely murder today. DOMS stands for Delayed Onset Muscle Soreness. It's also known as muscle fever, but it's the the pain felt in muscles um, after strenuous exercise or if you've worked a muscle group a lot or maybe perhaps even overworked it. Um, that you haven't used, uh, that you haven't worked before or in recent history. And so basically when you work a muscle group, you might tear those muscles and there may be associated pain. Often you will feel this the most <laughs> acutely when you have done a squat lunge or some sort of lower body exercise class where maybe you've overworked your <laughs> your quads and your glutes and then you try to either walk downstairs or <laughs> go to the loo 
because just lowering yourself <laughs> becomes a challenge. And please, I know that some of you are listening along to this chuckling. We've all been there. We've all been there. It can be quite, quite agonizing. I remember I did a boot camp once and honestly for about three days afterwards, if I'd sit at my desk and then get up to go and do something, it took a good like 40 meters before I, lo- I, <laughs> before I looked like I wasn't wearing a full nappy <laughs> because my legs were just so, so sore. And another one that's come up recently, which is really uh, linked to your diet, is macros. I mean, we could do a jargon-busting diet one. Maybe I should do that before the end of a pot of day in May. But macros are macronutrients, and they are what make up the calorie content of a food. Yep. And they are... um, and calories are primarily responsible for producing the energy that the body uses. So whether that's to move, to breathe, every basically body bodily function. And you have three different types of, you have three different calorie, um, three different categories. You have protein, calories from protein, calories from carbohydrates, and calories from fats. It's four if you count alcohol, no judgment. So if you um if you hear people talk about macros, it's because they are um looking at the ratio of what they're um ratio of fat to, to uh, carbohydrate might be, or to uh, protein. And if you are trying to make certain gains, you would perhaps make sure that your protein was the biggest piece of the pie. If you imagine your uh, macronutrients, three big pieces, three pieces of pie, and you might want your protein to be the biggest piece of pie. Um, if anyone follows Chris Pratt on Instagram, when he was doing, I think it was one of the Jurassic Park movies, he did a thing called What's My Snack? on his Instagram stories and he would show you the food that he had been had been prepared for him that he was allowed to eat that day and if you look closely <laughs> my friends and I used to enjoy this and then one of my friends was like see see she took a screen grab and she was like see Chris Pratt uses macros he believes in macros because I was a bit skeptical and you would see on there was a sticker on his food that would say what his macro breakdown was and obviously at that point he seemed to be in a what do they call it, a shedding phase where he was trying to really lean down. So it was lots and lots of protein, very little fat and a smidge of carbohydrate, if memory serves. But macros are something you might hear people talk about a lot. And it probably goes back to the term you've heard for years, which is not all calories are created equal. And it's part of that particular movement. There's also um, things like BMR, which is your basal metabolic rate. And that's the number of calories your body burns a day whilst you're doing nothing. And the minimum number of calories you need to sustain life. Think about a Netflix binge. When you're just watching Netflix and doing nothing else, you are, it's your, that your, your basal metabolic rate is on a day when you're doing not very much. Um, yeah. It's just when you're at complete rest and what your body uses and needs to sustain itself. And um, BMI is a term that I think a lot of people find a bit controversial because I think it's been largely dismissed. But it's something that um, if you are my age, if you're in your early 40s or above, you may have had your BMI used as a stick to beat you with (laughs) by, uh, by personal trainers in the past. I unfortunately have always had the body fat, the BMI of a pork scratching. But um, the BMI is a measure of body fat based on your weight in relation to your height. But I think now there are much more advanced ways of looking at your body composition in terms of health. So um, it's one to be aware of, but not necessarily uh, 
pin your hopes to, or maybe that's coming from personal experience. Now, when it comes to the different types of exercise, and it sounds like I really don't mean to tell you how to suck eggs, but there are actually four different types of exercise. There's aerobic brackets endurance exercise, which increases your breathing and your heart rate and is probably the main the main part of any fitness program. And it keeps the circulation system going. It keeps the lungs healthy, uh, the, the data about how it can keep diabetes at bay and um, heart disease and help you build up endurance. All of it, aerobic activities are something that you will be prescribed regularly um, by anyone in the health industry. Just like, well, are you exercising? Regular exercise is a good thing. Um, and that would be jogging, playing tennis, uh, cycling, swimming, even things like working in the garden for an afternoon. That's some, that's some aerobic exercise right there. You also have strength training, that which is the obvious in that it's lifting free weights or using resistance machines, like the ones you get in the gym. Or you could even use your own body weight and resistance bands. Um, a, a really good personal trainer, a guy called Dalton Wong, has some uh, training bands, actually. It's on my list of things to buy. But... Um, he, uh, I've seen a few people use them and they say they're very, very good because they are very resistant, but I must get some of those to do some, what, well, they're crab walks, aren't they? Where you put them around your, um, lower thighs and then you squat and walk sideways. I've always found it terribly unladylike, but the uh, gains apparently are, are absolutely wonderful. Then you've got flexibility, which is stretching various parts of the body. So that could be yoga or, um, yeah, any stretching. A nice good stretch, never a bad thing. And then you have things like balance. So think uh, Tai Chi, for example, or just standing on one foot. But those are the four different types of exercises. And then within that, there's lots of different categories. So you have, you might hear a lot about interval training. And there are two types. So there's Tabata or Tabata. I really don't know the right way to say it. So that's just Let's just agree that I'll be inconsistent and call it Tabata one minute and Tabata the next. Um, but it's a time interval method of training and you can apply it to any, pretty much any exercise. And it's broken into 20 seconds of exercise and 10 seconds of rest. And you repeat that eight times. And do, 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 do. that's four minutes, isn't it? Or is it two? Oh, gosh. Gosh darn it. I get very confused with my Tabatas. <laughs> and I don't mean to. I know that makes me very basic. No, it's four goodness me. Right. Um, but it, it's very good for maximizing your calorie burn in a very, very short amount of time. So if you do, um, if you do it eight times, you can do things like, okay, so I've got a kettlebell in my living room. So I could do 20 seconds of kettlebell swings, 10 seconds rest, repeat that. And then, um, 20 seconds of sumo squats with the kettlebell, 20 seconds of that, 10 seconds rest, repeat that. And I've got a decent, my heart rate will be up, trust and believe. And I used to do my little programs where I do, um, I'd write four exercises down. So I do maybe my sumo squats, my kettlebell swings. I do lunges in there and maybe planks. So then I would do 20 seconds rest, do that four times. Then I would do, or oh, so I do it. Sorry, I'm going back to the beginning. I do each one four times. Then I'd have my minute rest in between that particular eight minute, eight time program. Then I do another one, have a minute rest. Then I do another one, have a minute rest, have a It depends how much time you've got. But basically it means that even if you think, oh, I need to wash my hair this morning. I haven't got time to go to the gym. I haven't got time to go for a run. But realistically speaking, I do have 12 minutes where I could either 
play on Instagram, or I could quickly do some exercise. If you feel drawn to doing the exercise. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Something like Tabata training is really efficient because it doesn't require that much kit. And then you have HIT training, which is another form of intensity, um, intensity, time interval training. And it combines fast, intense bursts of really high intensity exercise followed by a very short period of recovery. So you really, really push yourself and you allow your heart rate to come down a little bit, but then you go straight back into it. And it's a very effective way of achieving maximum fat burn in the same way that Tabata is really loved because it maximizes calorie burn with in very, very little time. And I think that's the thing that I started to see when I started to notice people talking about intent, interval training a lot is that it was about cheating the old school idea. And I'm saying old school in inverted commas, air quotes using my fingers, um, it was the, is the idea of cheating. You don't have 60 minutes to go for a nice big run or a big long workout, but this is what you can do in 12. And that is great, but it is good to, you know, mix it up. You might hear things like plyometrics in the gym and you won't hear, it's very unlikely you'll hear about plyometrics without hearing the word explosive because it means um, explosive movement to push a muscle group or muscles into at full capacity or high capacity for a very short amount of time. And a great example of this is box jumps. So you might have noticed in gyms now, they have these big, they look like uh, crash mats, but they're big, tall, square um, boxes with a little bit of padding on them and you can jump and they can be not very high, but they can also be like pretty darn high. And the idea of just from standing, jumping on top of those, that's a plyometric exercise. And then you have something like functional training, which is the kind of stuff that you maybe would do at home around the house, meaning it's bending, stretch, stretching, lifting. So it's just normally what you would do uh, using your own body weight as resistance. Circuit training is great if you like to mix it up. If you're somebody who can't do um, sustained cardio, like if you go to the gym and you think, I don't like the bike, it's boring. Even if I'm watching Real Housewives, I don't like running, it's boring. I want to be doing something. Circuit training is really, really good because your mind is constantly on the next thing. And it is where you move from station to station and you do a number of sets at each station and you just move around. They're really popular at um, gyms and fitness boot camps. And if you are either new to exercise or want to use exercise as a way of being social, circuit training is a really good place to like have a good rapport with a group of people who are all trying to work very hard in the gym. You have your um, aerobic that we've talked about, which is where you've got... Um, you elevate your heart rate to about 60 to 80% of its max rate. And then you have anaerobic, which is where you tip it over the 80% max rate mark. Now, think about this. Have you ever been in the gym? Have you ever been on a cardio machine? And have you seen there's a graph on it? And you look at your heart rate on one side and you look at your age on the other. And you see a little green section and a, and a yellow section and a red section. And the green section will be like, you're in the exercise zone now. And then the yellow section will be, 
you're way in the the exercise uh, zone now. Well done you. And then the red is, you're in the exercise zone, but maybe you should calm down a bit. So anaerobic is where you're probably on the borders of yellow and red, where you're really, really pushing it. And the way that you work out your maximum heart rate is you take the number 220 and you minus your age. So for me, that means my maximum heart rate is 179 because I am a 41-year-old woman. So it also means it's very easy to work out your um, 80% because you just work out 80% of 179, et cetera, et cetera. Don't ask me to do it now. We've already gone through the Tabata thing. You know I can't do it. Um, <laughs> so uh, cardio is not the same as anaerobic, apparently. I was like, really? But um, cardio is just an exercise that gets your heart rate to about 50 to 70 75% of your heart rate. So it, running counts, but um, the definitions of cardio and aerobic are different. So aerobic is um, low to slightly elevated um, intensity kind of exercise that keeps your heart rate between 60 and 80%. And the definition of cardio is 50 to 75%. I think we're splitting hairs there. I don't think you can tell the difference. I think they're twins, but there we go. Um, there's also <laughs> some stuff that you might hear being shouted around the gym, like the word gains. What are your gains like, Ems? None of your business. Well, gains are just, they're just progress. But gains is just like a gym term, which I must admit I have used before. But it just it just means how you're getting on with your goals and your progress and where you are with them. And things like performing to failure, you might hear. And that's just where you uh, don't do a set number of reps. You just work until you cannot work anymore. And there's also uh, when it comes when it comes to working till you can work no more. Another interesting one actually is um, in weight training. Now, and this is um, where you do supersets or drop sets or force reps, these sorts of things. So you probably know reps, they're repetitions and you know set. So a set is a number of repetitions. So a rep is one and a set might be um, 12 reps, for example. And I remember somebody saying to me when I was in the weights room once, um, are you doing drop sets? And I said, no, isn't the whole point to like not drop the weight? Not realizing that drop sets is when you switch to a lighter weight in the middle or to middle of a set when your muscles are getting tired so that you don't stop altogether. Whereas you also have forced reps, which is where um, maybe at the end of a set, you might want someone to help you with this, especially if you're on a bench press where you're, you think you're pretty much at failure point as we've just discussed, but um, you get someone to maybe just stand over you, maybe give you an extra helping hand, put their fingers under the weight, as it were, to really motivate you to get through those last reps. And that's, again, a term for gains, to to gain extra gains, if that's possible. And then there's also supersets, which is just a long set. But think about supersets in the way that you might think about a Whopper burger. So a Whopper is a burger with a single patty. And a double Whopper is a burger with two patties and a superset is the gym equivalent sort of bear with me here so a superset is just when you perform two set, two sets of different exercises back to back without any rest so you're extending the set so you would go one straight from one to the other I don't know why I mentioned a burger, but I did. It was the first thing that came to mind. Isolation exercises. If someone asks you whether you're isolating your exercises, 
it's just it's just exercising one muscle group bicep curl think of a bicep curl and then you've got your compound exercises which are the complete opposite where you're exercising more than one muscle group so think squats where your quads and your glutes are getting involved or bench presses and deadlifts all of those sorts of things they're all lingo that I just when I asked my girlfriends I was like well, what have you heard that you didn't understand and they said that another one is anabolic which is the process of building muscle mass with growth and repair. So in the growth stage, is you, in order to grow, you fuel the body with by repairing it and um, resting it. So anabolic exercise is doing what you do in the gym, but then being mindful about what you're doing out of the gym in order to repair. So growth and repair. I watched a very fascinating, well, was it? It wasn't great. I watched an interesting documentary with a bodybuilder called Callum, I think it's Callum Von Moga. I'll put the link in the show notes. Wow. That is somebody who has got a, an intense amount of control over his body in terms of how he can make gains. Wowzers. So has that been helpful do you feel that you now can walk into a gym, go up to the head trainer and say, hit me with your best shot, show me your lingo, because I know what you're talking about. I hope, that's, I hope that's what you get from this episode, because that was the objective. But if you have any gym questions, if you have any fitness questions, why not ask them in the Facebook group? There are lots of incredible people in there. The link to join is in the show notes. All you have to do is answer two questions in order to get into the group. Or you can DM me on social media where I'm at Emma Guns, or you can email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. But I thought it might be fun to bust some jargon. Let me know what you think. Do you want me to bust any more? Do you want me to bust some beauty jargon? Do you want me to bust some other movie jargon? Whatever it might be. If you want me to do it, just let me know and it will be delivered. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you on the next one. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.